Happy MLB postseason as games are underway with the wild card action beginning this weekend. With that, I'll answer your questions for the postseason, and I'll also give you my predictions for who I think will advance and who I think will win the postseason. A lot of Braves questions to get into, some more questions on roster, and what is the best path for the Braves to get back to the World Series? We'll cover all of that on a mailbag episode of Locked On Braves, so let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. Make sure you download the Lockdown Sports Atlanta app on Roku and Amazon Fire devices where you get this show and the postcast with me and Grant McCauley. As for me, I am Jake Mastriani, your host for Lockdown Braves. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball and check out my bio there to see where I'm covering the game of baseball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube, and when you're there, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell that does support the show a ton when you do those things. And thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen each and every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. On this Friday postseason edition of the Lockdown Braves podcast, going to do a mailbag with a lot of questions leading up to the postseason for the Atlanta Braves, including some more questions on the rosters. I went over that yesterday, but I'll touch on it a little bit more today. And then what is the easiest path or the most or the most ideal path for the Atlanta Braves to get back to the World Series? We'll talk about that and who you would rather face out of the Cardinals and the Phillies, whose matchup is underway right now. And then I'll give you my postseason predictions in the final segment. So a lot to get to on this episode. So let's start by firing away some of your questions. A lot of these questions, as you might expect, are roster-related. For the Atlanta Braves, if you missed Thursday's episode, I gave you my NLDS early roster predictions. So make sure you go back and give that a listen. So I'm going to run through some of these questions kind of quickly. As again, kind of already talked about a lot of roster stuff yesterday. First one comes from Scott Sewell, who says, is Strider going to be ready for the NLDS and how likely is he to become a, is this to become a nagging injury through the postseason? As again, I talked about yesterday, the latest news is that it's looking like Spencer Strider will be ready. He'll need to throw off a mound at some point this weekend is kind of his final hurdle. The big question is if available, will it be as a starter? Will it be as a reliever? Um, so I do think he'll be on the NLDS roster again if he passes that final test of of throwing off a mound. Um, I do think he'll be out there. Is this going to become somewhat of a nagging injury? Uh, I would say, you know, most injuries like this are. Ask Max Scherzer, who's had to deal with it off and on now for pretty much two years. So, um, yeah, it is something he's probably just going to have to deal with. The only real solution for it is rest, and unfortunately – uh, hopefully the Braves won't be resting for quite some time. So, yeah, it is something that Strider's going to have to to battle through and, and play through. 
um, in order to if he's going to pitch this off or this this postseason because, like I said, the only only real solution for that type of injury is rest. So uh, hopefully he's gotten enough rest to feel good enough where he can pitch. And again, now it's just a matter of how quickly can he get stretched back out? How big of a role can he play in the postseason? Again, as I talked about yesterday, I think having Spencer Strider back is vital to the Braves' success this postseason. Next question comes from Chris Shaffey, who says, does Odorizzi make the playoff roster? Did he redeem himself? Um, I think he did redeem himself with that game in Miami. I mean, look, he came through in a big way when the Braves needed him. But again, if you listen to the podcast on Thursday, I don't have Jake Odorizzi on my postseason roster. I would I would almost rather go to Jackson Stevens as a garbage-type reliever or Jesse Chavez or Bryce Elder, who I do have on my playoff roster. So, I for me, Jake Odorizzi doesn't make it. I think you have more guys in your bullpen who can give you length, that can give you two or three innings if needed, uh, and also keep your team in the game. Look, I like the stuff of Jake Odorizzi. I just I can't trust it enough in a postseason setting. So, for me, he's not on the playoff roster. Next question comes from Uncle Owen Lives. He says, will the Braves have Contreras and TDA in the lineup every game? Will they need a, a third catcher to be safe? I do think the best lineup is with Travis Darno and William Contreras in the lineup. Uh, I think that gives you the best chance to score runs. So I think that's what the lineup should be. I think you should have TDA at catcher and William Contreras in the DH spot. But, you know, that being said, if something happens to TDA, you lose that DH position. So, uh, and I talked about this yesterday as well. I think it, I think if you had somebody who could fill that spot as a, another backup catcher like Chadwick Trump, I don't really know his injury status. I know he ended the season on the IL, but I just don't think the Braves have that catcher right now in mind um, that would be available for the postseason roster. So, uh, it's a little bit of a sketchy scenario there for Brian Snicker, but I do think your best lineup is with Travis Darno and William Contreras in there. So I think you have to roll with that and take the chance um, and just hope that everybody stays healthy. And then this question from Garrett, who says, do you think having Harris in the bottom of the order is better than the lineup than him in the three hole? Um, I think just, just making the lineup seem longer with him at the bottom. And if Strider comes back healthy, do you pitch him ahead of Wright or would you have him for game three? Would you start Wright over Charlie if given the opportunity? So a couple of questions to get to here. I would start Kyle Wright over Charlie Morton. That's that answer. If Strider is fully healthy, I've said all along, he's my game two starter. So if fully healthy, I start Strider in game two. If he needs another day, then maybe you push him to a game three. But again, a lot just depends on you know how he responds and how long the Braves think he can actually go in a game. But, I mean, Strider is your second best starter. If, if he were completely healthy and had no hiccups late in the season, he would be starting game two. He'd be my game two starter. So, again, everybody's healthy. For me, it's Freed, Strider, Wright, and then Morton. If Strider's not healthy and they, they put him into a, a bullpen role, um, or something like that, or use him as an opener, then I probably would go, you know, Freed, Wright, Morton, Strider, uh, something to that effect. So, again, a lot depends on the health of Spencer Strider. And then 
Uh, Garrett's first question, do you think having Harris in the bottom of the order is a better lineup than him in the three-hole? I do like it. And look, that's where Harris came up, batting in that nine-hole, and it just seemed to really get him going, get the offense going, getting that I mean, essentially a second leadoff hitter, him getting on base in front of Acuna, Swanson. Um, so it's a tough call. I, I do think either you bat him fifth or you bat him you know, ninth, eighth or ninth in the lineup. I think he's probably going to fall somewhere between fifth and seventh is where Snicker will probably put him, and that's certainly fine. But And I like that, too, because I've talked about the just the slowness of the middle of the Braves lineup sometimes when you're when you're going through the Riley, Olsen, Darno, Contreras, you know, and then either Rosario or Ozuna, whoever you have there, that's a lot of station to station. So I like having some speed added to the middle of that order in that fifth, sixth spot. So I'm certainly okay with Michael Harris hitting there. So I get that as well. And I think that's ultimately where Brian Snicker puts him, but I do like having him you know, towards the bottom of the order as well because he gets on base and can get going for the top of the order. So bottom line, I like pretty much wherever you're going to put Michael Harris. I think he's going to do good things, have a big postseason, get on base, and make things happen. So one thing I'm certainly glad of is that the Braves have Michael Harris and they have him for this postseason ready to go. Um, So I don't really know how to answer that. I don't know where I'd put him because I think he can do so many thing you know be so dynamic whether you put him at the top of the order the middle of the order or at the bottom um i think for me i'd probably put him in that fifth or sixth spot and just leave him there given up give him an opportunity to drive in some runs and an opportunity to add a speed element to the middle of the braves lineup all right next we'll answer a couple more questions and i'll tell you who i would prefer between the cardinals and the phillies in the nlds we'll talk about that next BetOnline.net is your number one source for your football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game that you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. One more question here. This one coming from Matt, who says, What's your ideal road for the Braves to advance to the World Series? I feel Philadelphia and St. Louis go three and we get past one of them. Then I want to see Dodgers, Mets uh, go five and the rotations be beat up. Uh, Mets as our opponent would be ideal. I think Freddie could destroy us so look it's going to be a tough road and i've discussed this already the national league is very tough look from the padres to the phillies to the cardinals you know any of those teams it would not shock me at all if they went on a run these are all very talented teams for the braves to get back to the world series it's going to be a tough road to go through so no matter who you face it's going to be a tough opponent and that's the way it should be that's the way it was for the Braves last year again I've talked about it you know best pitching staff in baseball best team on paper in baseball in the Dodgers and the best team statistically last year in the Astros that's what the Braves had to go through to win so whatever their road is this year it'll be just as challenging but I do think all the National League teams are very good I'm going to give you my predictions in a minute I think the American League 
if the Astros don't get to the World Series, that is a complete failure over there. I think it's pretty top heavy in the American League, but in the National League, you know, yeah, you got the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Mets at the top. But again, as I just mentioned, that Cardinals team, uh, the Padres, the Phillies, you know, I think they have the talent, and the pitching to make a deep run. So as far as the ideal path, obviously you want every series in front of you to go the distance and for the pitching staffs, the starting rotations to be spent. So you would like to see the Phillies and Cardinals go three games, have 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 them use some of their, you know, all of their good starting and some and, and, and tax out some of their relief pitchers as well. So certainly that's what you want to see. I'm going to talk more about who I prefer in a minute, whether the Cardinals or the Phillies. And then if the Braves get past that round, you know it's between the Mets, the Dodgers, or the Padres. If it's the Mets and the NLCS, would make me a little nervous. I know the Braves just took them down, but then you have the revenge element coming into the postseason. That makes me a little bit nervous. Um, you just hope, if it is the Mets, that you don't see DeGrom or Scherzer in games one and two. You hope that you only see them once in that series that you know, the Mets had to expend them in that NLDS and use those guys. You know, maybe they brought in Scherzer or DeGrom to close out a game seven or something like that. And it gets to the point where, you know, you only see those guys start one time in the NLCS. That would be preferred. Same thing if it's the Padres with you Darvish. You want to try to only face you Darvish once in the NLCS. And then if it's if it's the Dodgers, I don't think it really matters. And, you know, I say that with all due respect to the Dodgers, but I just feel like their entire starting pitching staff is all very good, and I think they're all the same. There's not really one pitcher on there that I necessarily fear, um, but they're all just very good. So as far as their starting rotation and getting it messed up, I don't really think it matters. Dave Roberts has proven that he'll mess that up himself if you let him. I would say maybe Julio Arias if you wanted, you know, one guy to avoid. The Braves had success against him in the postseason last year and do pretty well against lefties. But, you know, Arias obviously been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball this year. So I guess that would be the one starter for the Dodgers that you want to avoid. But that team's just so good. Uh, look, it's going to be a battle. I don't want to have to face Freddie Freeman in the NLCS. But when he signed with the Dodgers, you knew it was going to happen eventually. So might as well go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, but it'll be a tough matchup again, no matter who they face in that NLCS. So who do you want to face? Do you want to face the, the Dodge or do you want to face the Phillies? Do you want to face the Cardinals? What is the better matchup for the Braves in the NLDS watching that game currently right now, um, both teams struggling to score runs, which has been the case in the first two playoff games today. I said originally um, that I'd rather face the Phillies. However, looking at the Cardinals rotation, you know, I'd rather I'd rather face Jose Quintana and Miles Ma- Ma- Michaelis, take my chance against those two, than Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. And of course, the advantage the Braves have is, you know, those guys likely won't be going in at least game one of the NLDS. Now, you could see a game one starter come back for game two on four days rest, but you know, you're likely going to have a little bit of an advantage there missing one of those guys, either Quintana or or Wheeler in game one. But still, the way the Cardinals pitching staff is right now, I think I'd take my chances against, you know, Quintana and Michaelis and Jordan Montgomery or whoever their number three starter is over Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. 
looking at the Braves against these two teams this year, the Braves were 11 and eight against the Phillies and six and three at home against them. The Braves lost a three game series to the Cardinals in St. Louis. But if you remember, Braves blew one of those games in the eighth inning and blew another one in the ninth inning. Two of the games they lost in that series, both of them were tough, both of them in St. Louis. At home, the Braves won a four-game series over the Cardinals. So having that home field advantage, obviously going to be a very huge in the NLDS. I do want to go back and make a point on the last question, the Braves' ideal scenario for getting back to the World Series. It would be beneficial if they face somebody other than the Dodgers in the NLCS, you know, for various reasons, but one of which is because the Braves would have home field advantage over anybody else other than the Dodgers. So that's another point there that I wanted to make, you know, facing somebody other than the Dodgers, the Braves would get that home field advantage where the Braves have been very good and had uh, very strong crowds behind them. And I'm sure will throughout the postseason. Uh, but going back to the Cardinals or the Phillies, looking at the Cardinals stats this year, offensively, you know, a top 10 offense, a lot of it coming from Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. You know, those are the two guys in that lineup. You just cannot let beat you. But the Cardinals were ninth in home run, home runs, fifth in OPS, seventh most walks, and the fifth fewest strikeouts. So a very balanced lineup up and down. Pitching side of things, they were 10th in ERA, 16th in whip. They gave up the third fewest home runs, which doesn't bode well for the Braves. Uh, but they had the 17th most walks, and they had the fewest strikeouts in all of baseball, which does bode well for the Braves, who tend to strike out a lot. As for the Phillies, you know, another top 10 offense, sixth in home runs, eighth in OPS, 15th most walk, the 18th most strikeouts. On the pitching side of things for the Phillies, they were 18th in ERA and 14th in whip. Kind of have to throw out season team statistics at this point because you know the Phillies are going to throw, again, Wheeler and Nola. That bullpen is much better that since they put Zach Eflin back there along with David Robertson, Sir Anthony Dominguez, and Jose Alvarado. You know, those are the guys the Phillies are going to be counting on. You know, where you can get to the Phillies a little bit deeper into the rotation, Ranger Suarez, uh, you know, Kyle Gibson, and those guys is where the Braves, you know, would mostly have the advantage. The Phillies pitching uh, was fifth, had the fifth fewest, allowed the fifth fewest home runs, sorry, had the 10th fewest walks and the 10th most strikeouts. So, Whatever the matchup is going to be in the NLDS, these are five of the best pitching staffs in all of baseball and not allowing home runs. So that'll be pretty interesting to see how that plays out because both of the, or all three of those teams are one of the best in baseball and hitting home runs. The Braves are second in home runs. Cardinals are ninth and the Phillies are sixth. So all three of these teams hit a lot of home runs and all three of these teams don't allow a lot of home runs. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. As much as it pains me to say, because the Cardinals have just been a pain in the side of the Braves for many postseasons and have won some series and some games, a wild card game in particular, that I feel like the Braves were the much better team. I still think the Cardinals are the better matchup in the NLDS. I think the Braves, you know, would be, should be favored uh, and likely have a leg up on whoever they play. But I just think the Cardinals starting pitching um, bodes better for the Braves, success for the Braves offense over, again, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, who two are the best pitchers, starting pitchers in all of, of baseball. So for me, if I had to pick it right now, and it's almost like I'm just 
begging myself for disappointment. I think I'd rather face the Cardinals in the NLDS. But either way, doesn't matter. Two good teams. Braves just have to play their good brand of baseball, and they can beat either one of them. All right, next I'll come back with my postseason predictions. Do I think the Braves will repeat as World Series champions? We'll talk about that next. So the postseason is actually underway. I got a a sick kid at home, so I'm trying to record during nap time here. But I want to get out my postseason predictions. I tweeted them out before the game started today. Just so you know, uh, I'm not making these after the fact. I do have Cleveland over Tampa Bay in that wild card series. Cleveland already up 1-0 as I'm recording it. I do have Toronto over Seattle in that series. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, but I'm going to go with the home team there. Uh, and I do like the Blue Jays. I think they're a very fun team. I got the Phillies over the Cardinals, and I got the Mets over the Padres. I think that Mets-Padres series is going to be very important, uh, very fun as well. That pitching matchup is going to be very fun on Friday night. Scherzer versus you Darvish, obviously game one. Highly critical. The decision by the Mets to go with Scherzer over to Grom in game one, very curious there to me. Unless DeGrom's still dealing with that blister. For me, he's the game one starter. And I think the Mets are being a little too cute here. And maybe it pays off for them. I think their plan is to see if they can essentially win these first two games and then have DeGrom for game one. But, look, you got to win these games. And the Padres are a good team. If you do that and, you know, if they lose game one, then obviously you throw DeGrom. But, look, even if you just throw DeGrom into game one, he's going to be back available for game two of the NLDS. So, I mean, it's not that huge of a loss, but I don't know. That's what the Mets decided to do there. We'll see if that, that works for him. Bold strategy, Cotton, in my opinion. Uh, in the division series, I got Cleveland over the Yankees. I have the Astros over the Blue Jays. Um, maybe a bit of a surprise there in Cleveland. I just don't trust that Yankees team. Um, you know, outside of Aaron Judge over there, I really don't trust their starting pitching. Their bullpen is banged up. I just don't trust that Yankees team. And I like the brand of baseball that Cleveland plays. It's very different than what we're used to seeing, especially as a Braves fan. Uh, So I think it's very fun. I think that's a a very fun team to watch. Some good starting pitching, some excellent bullpen, and then an offense that doesn't strike out a lot, puts the ball in play, and has a superstar and and J-Ram there in the middle of the order. So I think Cleveland uh, upsets the Yankees in the division series. And like I said, I got the Astros over the Blue Jays. I got the Dodgers over the Mets in the NLDS, and I have the Braves over the Phillies. So you get to the championship series. I got the Astros over Cleveland. Like I said, I think it's the Astros to lose in the American League. If the Astros don't get to the World Series, uh, that to me would be a huge disappointment for that fan base. I think they're clearly the best team in the American League. And then you're not going to like me. I got the Dodgers over the Braves in the championship series. I just... For no other reason, then it's really hard to repeat in baseball, and it's really hard to find that magic two years in a row. Can the Braves beat the Dodgers? Yeah, I think the Braves are right on par with the Dodgers, if not better. I think the big advantage the Braves has there is in their bullpen, Uh, and if you can get to the Dodgers starting pitching early, uh, then I think obviously the Braves have a good chance. And Look, it would not surprise me at all. I also just hate picking the Braves because I feel like I'm jinxing them when I do that, but 
I think the Dodgers get it done this year. I think the Braves and Dodgers are going to be back and forth in the NLCS four years to come. So I'm going to say this year it's the Dodgers' turn. And then in the World Series, I got the Astros over the Dodgers again. I think the Astros are by far the best team in the American League. And I felt for a while that this Astros team is the best team in all of baseball. You know, I know the Braves took two out of three from them in Atlanta, but I still think this Astros team is better than they were last year. Their pitching, their starting pitching is so deep. They're going to be able to put some of those starters in the bullpen to help out there. That lineup obviously is very good. So I really like that Astros team. I think they get some redemption this year, you know, coming off that uh, world. And it'll be the rematch of the 17 World Series where the Astros won despite uh, or with cheating. I shouldn't say despite. They won because or partly and because they were cheating so this will be, you know, kind of a redemption for them, you know, from last year losing and then obviously from 2017, you know, getting a rematch against the Dodgers. And I think the Astros come out victorious. So those are my postseason predictions. Hopefully you don't grill me too much for not picking the Braves. Again, it's just so part of this is odds. And I just think it's so hard to repeat in baseball to find that magic two years in a row. Uh, so that's partially why I'm not picking the Braves. The other part is I just don't like picking the Braves because I feel like even though I know jinxes aren't real, uh, I feel like it does jinx the Braves a little bit. So I got Astros over Dodgers. I have the Braves losing out to the Dodgers in the championship series. But let me know in the comments below, what do you have for your postseason predictions? I know the games are underway. It's going to be a really fun wild card weekend. I hope you enjoy all the games. We'll be back on Monday uh, starting to preview whoever the Braves will be playing, whether the Cardinals or the Phillies getting ready for the National League Division Series. That will do it for this episode of Locked On Braves. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On underscore Braves. Now go make your second listen, Locked On MLB, where MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and talking about the biggest stories from around the league. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Jake Mastriani. Go follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Subscribe on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell. And subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 